Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sask Egg Today is brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get you rolling again sooner. Sask Egg Today with Doug Faulkner. Good afternoon and welcome to SaskAg Today. Coming up on today's program, the latest Saskatchewan crop report is out and farmers in this province made a great deal of progress in the fall harvest. We'll have all the numbers with Mackenzie Ladoon, a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. The U.S. Department of Agriculture boosted corn acres and cut world wheat ending stocks in the September WASDE report released Tuesday. We'll hear from Todd Haltman, who is the lead market analyst with DTN, the progressive farmer. And, of course, it was week five of the harvest edition of GX94 Supper in the Field. We went out to the Andy and Tracy Addis farm northwest of Roblin last night. We'll talk to them on how their harvest is going. All of those stories and much more coming up on today's edition of GX on Agriculture, otherwise known as SaskAg Today. But first, it's time for the Agriculture Outlook with Precision Weather. And that's a presentation of Milligan Bio. Milligan Bio now offers bio meal for your livestock, giving your animals more protein, more energy, and more of what they need. It's also brought to you by Sean Prahitka your REMAX Blue Chip Ag Division Specialist. DX94, AgriView. The Ice Futures canola market posted gains for the first time in more than a week yesterday. However, damage was done from a chart standpoint, with mounting harvest pressure amid relatively favorable prairie weather conditions likely to weigh on values over the next few weeks. Jamie Wilton of R.J. O'Brien in Winnipeg says it's that time of year when it comes to seasonal declines in canola, adding that a lack of demand was contributing to the softness. He says while domestic crush margins remain wide, canola is still overpriced for exporters. He points out Canadian canola was trading at $90 U.S. per metric ton over European rapeseed and $80 U.S. per metric ton over soybeans from the United States. From a chart standpoint, after the move below $760 per metric ton in the November contract, Wilton placed the next level of support at a retracement level around $725 per metric ton. Chicago wheat futures this week hit their lowest levels in almost three years, yet relative to demand, exportable global wheat supplies are expected to approach historic minimums by mid-2024. In theory, that news should limit further slippage in world wheat prices, but there is one problem. This is a recurring story that has yet to become reality. Russia's February 2022 invasion of Ukraine sent wheat prices to new highs as the two countries account for nearly 30% of global exports. Concerns over Ukraine's production and export potential 
have lingered ever since, though this has largely been a bearish factor for prices rather than a bullish one. After years of forward momentum on a trade deal with India, it seems progress has stopped, at least for now, as there are reports the Canadian side has paused negotiations. What exactly has transpired over the last few weeks is perhaps only known by those in the room, but the outcome, one of continued volatility and lack of market certainty, is being felt here at home. India's pulse market is largely what built Canada's pulse industry. That's according to Greg Cherowick, president of Pulse Canada. Current challenges aside, it's still a multi-billion dollar export market for pulses, especially lentils. That demand is set to increase in the coming decade. Work has been underway for over a decade to secure a trade agreement with India. The largest irrigation district in Canada is counting on above-average snowpack this winter to replenish water supplies for the 2024 growing season. The St. Mary River Irrigation District, which supplies water to over 500,000 acres of farmland in southern Alberta, is no stranger to drought, and 2023 has been the sixth driest year on record for the region, dating back 99 years to the Dust Bowl days. David Westwood, general manager of the district, says that low snowpack levels over the previous winter meant reservoirs that feed the irrigation district started lower than normal. Persistently hot and dry weather throughout the spring and summer led to high irrigation demand from farmers that never really subsided. Not only was the snowpack level low, but the rate at which everything melted in the spring was so quick that infrastructure wasn't necessarily able to capture it all. Pork and poultry packer Olimel is preparing to permanently shut down two further processing facilities and shift their work to other plants in a new round of consolidation. Olimel, the meatpacking arm of Quebec's Solio Cooperative, announced yesterday it will permanently close its pork boning and packaging plant at Princeville, Quebec, effective November 10th, and its poultry processing plant at Paris, Ontario, effective December 22nd, affecting 301 and 93 jobs, respectively. One of two production lines from the Paris plant will be installed at the company's processing plant at Oakville, Ontario, about 75 kilometers northeast of Paris, as part of an $8 million package of upgrades. Equipment from the Paris site will also be moved to an Olimel further processing plant at Saint-Rosalie, Quebec, just east of Saint-Hyacinth. And be sure to listen to the latest SaskAg Today podcast. It's brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. It's time now to head back out once again to Tanya Cherry. Thank you, Doug. What a great day we're having with the Rokenville Lucky Lottery. My goodness, the phones have been ringing nonstop because you guys are smart. You know that you want a chance at $100,000. You know that you want a chance to win ten grand tomorrow night. Yeah, as soon as tomorrow night, we could be giving you a phone call. Andrea, are you calling or is Kirby calling? Who's going to call our lucky winner tomorrow night? They're both giving me a stare. Kirby. Kirby's doing it. Kirby is going to call. 
<laughs> he won. He's going to call the lucky winner of $10,000 tomorrow night when we make the draw for our early bird. That's going to be exciting. And hey, if you're in the area, they're going to have a minor hockey steak night fundraiser um, right here at the Nutrien Rokenville Community Hall. So you can come and be in person. Maybe he'll be handing you that 10 grand check in person. And if you're from far away and you want the ticket, that's great. Get it right now. Call. Give yourself the chance to win that money because it's a lot of money and it could be yours. So one 762 5686 And good luck with the Rokenville Lucky Lottery. Now to Danny Ismond. Well, we are having a wonderful day. We are with the Key Auto Group and we're at the Staples parking lot here, the used vehicle super sale. We're joined with Cal Hominick. How are you doing today, Cal? Doing great, Danny. How about yourself? Doing fantastic. I can't believe the selection of vehicles you guys have here. No one has a selection like this. Yeah, that's for sure, Danny. I must admit, uh, across the parkland, I believe we got the, you know, the biggest inventory of used uh, SUVs. Like, look out there. There's tons of them and even used trucks of all kinds. Um, yeah, you know, people are always saying, you know, there's no vehicles around, but Man, we got a great selection here down by Staples here. Well, and the thing is, you know what? Uh, the rain moved in there last night. Not the most ideal situation, but this maybe gives a chance to get into town for some groceries and stuff. Pop on by and see what you guys have. Yeah, that's right. That's for sure. A little bit of a sprinkle. Maybe the farmers are, you know, restocking, getting supplies. And, um, you know, I just come on down to the lot here at Staples. And, and like I said, um, there's everybody around here willing to help you out, go for a test drive. Uh, we have, you know, Brand new vehicles, almost with 12,000 kilometers, uh, one-year-old units. Um, anything what you want, we uh, guarantee we could uh, help you out here. All right. The invitation is there for you to come and check it out today. Come and see uh, Cal. He'd be glad to help you out. Again, that location, Staples Parking Lot, 210 Hamilton Road. And uh, pop on by. We'd love to see you here with the Key Auto Group Used Vehicle Super Sale. Retirement livestock Market Conditions. U.S. live cattle futures for October closed at 185.47 today. That's up 232. December live cattle closed at 190.35, up 250. October feeder cattle closed at 261.87, up 282. November feeder cattle closed at 264.85, up 327. October lean hogs closed at 83.35, down 62. December lean hogs closed at 75.10, down 125. And that's the livestock market conditions. Now it's time for the Heartland Livestock Report from Yorkton. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for the week of September the 13th. What a great pre-short sale, a barn burner of a sale. Only negative thing, cows and bulls selling lower. 530 cows and bulls, 1,840 in the short, a total of 2,370 going to the ring. Cows and bulls selling 3 to 5 lower, D1, D2 cows, 130 to 140, sales to 143, 145, D3 cows, 120 to 130, older, typer, weaker, thinner, blemish cows, 85 to a dollar. Cows are averaging 128. From the Bangor area, 1,700-pound cows, they topped out at 146. Good bulls, 150 to 160, sales to 174, 175, bulls are averaging 160. From the Norway area, big exotic bull, 2,200 pounds, topped out at 180. On to the pre-sort sale. Wow, what a sale. 920 yearlings and 920 calves. Listen up. We had some little steer calves, 250 pounders at 503. 425 pound steers, 511. 500 pound steers at 437. We had 60 black steers weighing 500 pounds at 434. 
the 575-pound steers, 411. We had 59 red-black exotic steers, 560 pounds. They sold for 405. The 650s at 382. And my favorite 10, 710-pound steers at 336. On to the yearling steers, the 750-pound steers, 352. The 850s at 345. And 950-pound steers, 330. On the heifers, 25 little heifers, 350 pounds, topped out at 419. The 425s at 421, 500-pound black heifers, 381, 560s at 357, the 650s at 325. On to the yearling heifers, 750-pound yearling heifers, 320. We had 90 yearling heifers weighing 850 pounds at 305. Highlight of the morning for me was 37 little steers, 330 pounds. They topped out at 522.50, and 94 yearling heifers. 950 pounds at 297.75. What a pen that was. And this Friday, September the 15th, at Heartland Yorkton, we have the Barlin Stable 13th Annual Fall Production Sale. What a great lineup of colts, riding horses. Barlin Stables, they do a great job. Sale at 5 o'clock at Heartland Yorkton. This sale will also be on BLMS. Come early, the stands will be full. And next week, all breed pre-sort sale, 1,300 head consigned. Lots of tan and white calves for this sale. Don't miss this sale, guys. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And if there's a pot- Future Ford has been serving the Melville area for over 30 years. They focus on the future. Their staff are ready for what's to come. Ford Tech is changing all the time with new vehicle technology like EV, self-driving, and more. Get ready to drive into the future. Why? Because the future is Future Ford. Welcome back to Saskank Today. According to this week's crop report, Saskatchewan farmers continue to make excellent harvest progress. Mackenzie Ladoon is a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Harvest really progressed quite nicely this past week with 68% of the, this year's crop now in the bin. This is up from 51% last week and ahead of the five-year average of 52% and the 10-year average of 48%. She notes some areas are further along than others. Combines continue to roll across the province with the end of harvest in sight for many producers. The southwest is nearly complete with 93% of this year's crop in the bin. The west central is not far behind at 78% completed and the east central and northeast are now past the halfway point with 54% and 55% completed respectively. The northwest continues to make great progress at 39% completed. Ladoon tells us which crops are being taken off right now. This week we saw that our fall cereals were completed and failed peas and lentils are nearly completed with 96% of each in the bin. Chickpeas continue to be harvested quickly with 78% of this year's crop off. Spring seed cereals are now the main focus of our producers and have been for the last few weeks. Barley is now 86% completed, Durham is 88%, spring wheat is 75% and oats are 58% completed. Triticale harvest is essentially complete with 99% of the crop off. 89% of the harvested triticale has been allocated for livestock feed. Producers are now turning their focus to oilseed harvest with 84% of mustard and 42% of canola, 31% of soybeans, and 25% of flax in the bin for the year. As for crop quality... You betcha, this week we asked our reporters to report on quality that they're seeing both at the elevator and out of the field. And provincially we're seeing that quality is slightly higher than our 10-year average for peas, lentils, and durum. Peak grades are mainly one can with 39% or two can with 57%. This is slightly ahead of our 10-year average of 38% one can and 54% two can. 
Lentils are very similar with 31% of the crop graded at 1 can and 57% graded at 2 can. The 10-year average for lentils is 28% 1 can and 49% graded at 2 can. Durham grades quality is reported at 32% 1 CW and 46% 2 CW and 22% 3 CW. This is ahead of our 10-year average of 34% 1 CW, 27% 2 CW and 22% 3 CW. Ladoon adds some areas of Saskatchewan received some rain last week. Absolutely. So there were pockets of rain that moved the province and halted combines momentarily this week. However, no real major rain events were reported. The North Balfour area received the most rain with 25 millimeters being recorded. Topsoil moisture remains unchanged for this week with 35% of cropland having adequate moisture, 41% is short, and 24% is very short. 29% of hay and pastureland has adequate moisture, 42% are short, and 29% are very short. She notes there was some crop damage reported over the past week as well. Crop damage this past week is mostly due to light frost in the north and drought conditions in the south and grasshoppers all around. Producers this week are very busy swathing, combining, and desiccating canola. Producers are also moving cattle onto stubble fields, hauling water, and preparing for winter. And Ladoon is reminding producers to be careful this harvest season. Of course, so harvest is a very busy and stressful time for producers. And our producers are reminded to take safety precautions in all the work that they do to make sure they come home safe. This includes having fire mitigations resources at the ready, blowing off their combines at the end of the night, and taking precautions when working around power lines. Of course, if that stress is very high, producers are welcome to phone our farm stress line. Also, as a general reminder, the public is reminded to take precaution when, or take extra caution when encountering machinery on the roadways, giving extra time and space to make sure that everyone comes home safe. That's Mackenzie Ladoon. She compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Commodities Update. Canola futures closed up across the board again today. November canola closed at 758.80. That's up $3.50. January canola closed at 767.20, up $3.20. December Minneapolis wheat closed at 783.5, down 4 cents. December Kansas City wheat closed at 736.5 down eight and a quarter cents. December Chicago wheat closed at 593 and three quarters, down three and a half cents. December corn closed at 480 and a half, that's down one and three quarters of a cent. November soybeans closed at 1360 and a half, that's up 10 and three quarters of a cent. December oats closed at 4.79 and 3 quarters, down 13 cents. And that's the commodities update. It's time now to check in once again with Tanya Cherry. I have a very important number for you, and I want you to write it down, okay? Or just put it in your phone as you're hearing this. 1-855-762-5686. That's to win $100,000. A lot of money, right? Now, let's talk about our 50-50. Because, yes, you get the ten grand tomorrow night, and you get $100,000 next month. Our 50-50, it's really cool because with this lotto, you can buy as many 50-50 tickets as you want. And if they sell out of the 50-50 tickets, you're taking home over $48,000. So you can get one for twenty. 
three for 50. You can get six for 100, get nine for 150. I mean, how many people do you have working on the farm with you? How big is your crew? You want to call in and buy each one of them a 50-50 ticket? Get a main lotto ticket? Maybe go in on a group ticket or multiple group tickets. You guys figure it out and then call and then have a lot of fun spending that money. 1-855-762-5686, Rokenville Lucky Lottery. And one more time, let's check in with Danny Ismond. And yes, one last chance for you to stop on by. We're at the Staples parking lot, 210 Hamilton Road in Yorkton. It is the key auto group used vehicle super sale. And it's the whole auto group, right? They're all down here. They've got all their stock down here. They've brought, actually, there's still some left to come down as well. They've sold some, they've pulled on out of here. They got others coming on in. If they don't have what uh, you're looking for, maybe uh, they've got it back at the dealership and they can help you out. But here's the deal. Over a hundred vehicles to choose from with the super sale, the used vehicle super sale. They do have something for absolute everybody trucks suvs cars you name it all they've got it for you and then again when you make that purchase here they're going to give you that spin on the wheel it's the super sale spin on the wheel and uh, that's going to get you some more savings right you're going to get a chance at winning things like oh i don't know four free oil changes or the uh, three silver details the 400 dollars winter tire credit or the 300 dollars gas card i mean that's just a couple of the examples for you just an added thank you for coming to making that purchase if you can't make it in today that's all right don't feel bad there's going to be a chance to stop on by they are here till next saturday obviously the lot's going to change a lot by next saturday the uh, selection's going to be different so early bird gets the worm make your way on down here they would love to see you and help you out that's the staples parking lot 210 hamilton road it is the key auto group used vehicle super sale attention malt bar saskank today i'm doug falconer The U.S. Department of Agriculture boosted corn acres and cut world wheat-ending stocks in the September WASDE report released Tuesday. The U.S. corn area estimate rose 774,000 acres to 87.1 million, enough to offset a lower estimated corn yield. The average corn yield is being pegged at 173.8 bushels an acre, down 1.3 bushels from August. Add it up and you get 15.1 billion bushels for U.S. corn, not too far from the all-time record. Todd Hultman is the lead market analyst with DTN, the progressive farmer. It's a bit remarkable to me, given the extremes of weather we've had this year across such a wide range of growing area throughout the Corn Belt that we're still talking about a crop that's close to a record crop this year. I find that somewhat amazing and you just have to pause and think boy what if we had good weather this year we would really have a bin buster the big corn crop also comes at a time when u.s exports are down 33 percent from last year and are at a decade low to soybeans the average yield is pegged at 50.1 bushels an acre for a total production of 4.1 billion bushels for the smallest ending stocks in four years Haltman says the numbers are good for soybean crushers. $16.66 is what you get from crushing one bushel of soybeans into meal and oil. Uh, That gives processors a very handsome return. In fact, uh, it's uh, still some of the best returns they've ever seen. And this all started just uh, in the past two years. And of course, it started with the new renewable diesel market for soybean oil that added so much value to the crush process. 
In a bit of a surprise, the USDA slashed the global wheat production estimate by 7 million metric tons, down to 258.6 million. Australia had the biggest reduction, 3 million metric tons. They've had a drier time this year, and of course they're dealing with El Nino, which tends to give them drier weather. Canada also has seen dry weather in the western Canadian prairies this year, and they dropped 2 million metric tons on their wheat estimate. So Ukraine was the sole beneficiary of good wheat weather this year. Their crop estimate increased from 21 up to 22.5 million metric tons, and USDA gave them a slight export estimate increase from 10.5 to 11 million metric tons. If this ends up happening, it would be the smallest global wheat ending stock since 2015-16. Please stay tuned. Saskag Today will return right after these messages. Welcome back to Saskag Today. Week 5 of the Harvest Edition of GX94 Supper in the Field took us to the Andy and Tracy Addis Farm northwest of Roblin last night. After supper, I spoke with them about their farm operation. We farm about 2,200 acres of grain crop, and the boys have about 150 cows. I sold my cows a few years ago to make another hassle. Don't blame you. And what kind of grains did you uh, did you sow this year? Uh, canola, wheat, and oats this year. And you've started already? Yeah, wheat and oats are done, and we're getting going on the canola. How did the wheat and oats go? Did uh, did they run pretty well? Or? You surprised us, yeah. There wasn't much for straw, but it yielded pretty good for what was there. So maybe low 50s, I guess. And are you almost ready to do the canola? Is it ready to go yet? Yeah, we've done some, a couple quarters. A little disappointing so far. We'll see how it goes from now on, but I guess you can't grow it much with three inches of rain. So. That's how it was this year, I'm afraid. You mentioned the boys have cattle. Uh, any specific type of cattle? or? Angus Cemetery Crosses, yeah. And where do they end up selling those out? There's local buyer comes around or else through Hardland and Yorkton, usually, so. And you mentioned you had three inches of rain this year. Was that better than last year or not Not as good as last year when it comes to rainfall? We did, we did better last year. We had a slow start this year from seeding till July. In the July, we had three inches of rain. But it was really patchy because 10 miles in the air, they had 12 inches of rain. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was uh, really variable, so. And so do you guys keep a pretty close eye on the on the market prices? That's what made you decide to grow canola wheat and oats this year? Yeah, rotation and market, yeah. There's only so many crops you can grow in this part of the country, so. And as for supper in the field, it sounds like you've entered before and you've actually won once before a while ago? Yeah, we think about 10 years ago we won it, so I just happened to enter yesterday and they called the end. So, <laughs> so great, and I know Tracy, uh, you're pretty happy they didn't have to cook tonight. Yes, that's for sure. Yes, and probably tomorrow night I, as well. I won't have to cook. So Sounds good. Anything else you wanted to add? No, it was good. Thanks a lot for coming out. That's Andy and Tracy Addis from the Roblin District. Our sponsors for GX94 Supper in the Field are Gowan Canada, Milligan Bio, Jump.ca, Maple Ag and Outdoor, Farm Credit Canada, Sask Milk, LDC, Smith Steel, Minute Muffler and Brake, Yorkton Auction Centre, The Chalet Restaurant, and Razor's Cellar at the Yorkton Hotel. It's now 1 o'clock in Saskatchewan, 2 o'clock in Manitoba. Time to check the GX94 Precision Weather Forecast for the Quill Lakes, Hudson Bay, Swan River, Broadview, Mooseman, Indian Head, and Yorkton, Melville, Roblin, Russell regions today. 
Mainly sunny, winds west-northwest at 25 to 45 and gusting higher, a high of 21 degrees. For tonight, mainly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers, winds northwest at 15 to 30 and a low of 10. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a 30% chance of spotty showers, winds north-northwest at 15 to 25, a high of 19, an overnight low of 6. For Saturday, sunny, winds east-southeast at 10 to 20, a high of 21. Sunday, sunny, a high of 25, and Monday, sunny, also a high of 25. In the Paw, it's 15 degrees, Swan River, Dauphin and Brandon 21, Show Lake, Russell and Roblin 19. Regina, Broadview, Mooseman, Indian Head, Winyard, Wadena, Kelvington all reporting in at 19, Saskatoon 17, Hudson Bay 18. The Yorkton-Melville region has a mainly sunny sky, a west-northwest wind at 35 kilometers an hour. 35 percent is the relative humidity. The temperature is 20 degrees. That's your agriculture weather, and that'll do it for Saskag today for today. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow at 12.15 Saskatchewan time for another edition of the program. It's time now for the news and sports headlines. Saskag Today has been brought to you by Future Ford in Melville. Future Ford is your automotive expert. From sales to service, they're the ones you can trust to get you rolling again sooner.